they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023, and this is episode 431 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. Coffee with Brian, how we doing this morning? Let's see what we got going on. Pippin Eyes says, we can all hit snooze. It's okay. No, do not hit snooze unless you set your alarm for... I don't know, 5.30 before the show. What are you doing, Pip? Telling people not to listen to the show. Hit snooze. Good morning, K-Bonk. Hitting print on that, I imagine, the old uh, 3D printer. Hope everything is okay. And uh, print's fine today. And Gingerbread Farms, good morning. Good morning. Lots on the big screen, on the big old iPad today. I'm sure I'm looking beautiful. And got his silver yesterday and coffee too there. So thanks, James, for the, the six-pack and an ounce purchase. Appreciate it. C1 is in your possession. And like your note said yesterday, it's now all up to me to make it priceless. Put it in your safe. It'll happen sometime. It'll happen sometimes. And pimpinized again, rounding back with good morning. Good morning. Hey, Backwoods Butcher. Good morning. How are you doing? Um only going to be here for a minute. Got to run for a mobile slaughter. Don't you realize you're supposed to uh, schedule these things after the show? Jeez. 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 Uh... <laughs> Pippin I says he was not suggesting anyone else hit snooze. He was just saying at 3 a.m. he was sitting hitting snooze because the gravity was turned up and uh, he needed it. So... Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yesterday I had to um yesterday I had to uh burn out of here pretty quick and then had a great interview after the show that's recorded to come out on I believe June 22nd. That's going to be coming out with Chris Redbeard. Chris the Redbeard, uh friend of Kyle the Backwood Butcher. Uh, he hooked me up for an interview with him and it was good. What a good chat. The guys had a very interesting life. Really uh really interesting dude and hopefully going to meet up with him on the road because he is also a nomad. Um, and uh, we discussed some things that uh, I've realized a little along the road and he kind of, he kind of put it out there and I was like, yeah, I think I'm starting to understand that. So that's cool. That's cool. I was, uh, I was glad Kyle hooked us up and, and we got to chat yesterday morning uh, made for a busy morning. Cause I dove right out of the show here and right into that one and had to skip my hour of, uh, Usually it's an hour to an hour and a half of show uh, stuff after, like download, upload, do all the posts, all that stuff. And I start it right after. And um, and uh, Chris didn't have uh, the availability in the evenings or afternoons because he's working. And uh, so he's like, hey, you want to do it at like seven in the morning? I'm like, yeah, I could do that. It always sounds like a great idea. Always sounds like a great idea. You know, you talk, I say, you know, you talk for an hour. We used to do the after party. We talked for two hours, easy and no problem. And so I'm like, yeah, we can do that back to back. And then I start dabbling in the <laughs> getting everything done an hour later. But anyway, anyway, 
Oh, Gingerbread says today I find out if I'm going to be a nomad. Um, is I really is it going to end up being today? I don't know. They always told me things were going to get settled. Um, things were going to get settled way sooner than they were, and it always got drawn out to another court date. You got to remember those lawyers uh, have every motivation to extend everything because you're getting paid by they're getting paid by the hour. There's no. There's no rush for them to figure this out. They don't sit and worry about it. They don't sit and stress about it. They don't let it affect them. Uh, all they do is let it affect their bank account and what vacation they get to go and what college their kids get to go to. So the more uh, appointments they can or the more court dates that they can end up setting, uh, the better. Uh, I also had a DUI lawyer when I got my DUI that uh, extended my court date until the right judge was there. Now, I know that's different because you guys have a set judge probably with your uh, with your proceedings. But, yeah, my lawyer would we'd show up for court and he'd go in and see who the who the DUI, who the drunk judge was, not the drunk judge, but who was uh, who was presiding over the DUI cases and get it moved until we had the right judge. And, man, I um, um Oh, Jesus, she doesn't have a lawyer. Oh, man. Best of luck, man. Best of luck. The court didn't appoint her a lawyer in this whole mess? <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, what's in the cup? GSD. GSD on a Tuesday. Monday, I was a little groggy. I was glad I had that GSD. Tuesday, uh, it's not going too bad, but going to be extra extra productive today. And that's something we're going to talk about is... Um, what I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt today. I got two things I got to work on uh, besides the normal stuff. And if I get time and get to it, I'm going to uh, talk about some barbecue. Talk about some barbecue. Um, Canadian Farm says good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? And K Bong says gingerbread farms hang in there. Yeah, man. Um, that's all I can say is no matter what comes of it, it all gets better once it's done. Uh, scrambling was finding out, uh, scrambling was finding out the other day, the, the joys of your, um, your responsibilities. I don't want to say responsibilities, your chains being, being smashed by age alone, by birthday of a child, by birthday of someone, you feel this freedom because you are no longer, tied not to necessarily to the child but the child's parent um there's a point and it it's different for every every situation but there's a point where that child hits an age and it doesn't change anything with the child really but it just makes it so you don't have to give a fuck what the other parent wants anymore you have to deal with them until then every once in a while but yeah, for sure. And Pippin I says, this too shall pass. Some dude said that. Yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, let us know how it goes for sure. For sure. Um, I'm curious. I'd be very shocked if it uh, if it wrapped up today, I think. But anyway, yes, a um, couple of a uh, couple of work items today. And it's gotten cooler here in Tennessee, so uh, it seems as though the dogs are having plenty of energy now and just don't want to lay around in the hot. So if uh, if we have some WrestleMania or the camera starts shaking, they just seem to be, I feel like they are are getting wound up. They are starting to uh, rev the engines, so to say. But 
Yeah, perfect up question of the day. Right now, I want to talk about that. We have I've made that that uh, Telegram channel. Got the got the chat and the channel separated. What the channel is for is for all the links, all the announcements, all the stuff that I don't want to get bogged down in um, in the chatter of the chat. Uh, they, I would post things and they would just get buried by uh, a conversation or there'd be a good conversation going and I needed to post a link and it would just drop right in the middle. Didn't work. Didn't work. But, uh, I originally had a channel and, uh, it got buried and lost and, uh, I don't know where it is. I went to look at it and tried to delete some stuff out of it and it went sideways, kind of like the Renegade Butchers Telegram group. So I made a new one. I made a new one starting from fresh, and I did that on Friday. So yesterday, Monday was the first day. Sunday, really. Monday was the first day for the perfect cup question, and it did all right. Today, we didn't have a ton of participation, but the the membership in that uh, that follows that that follows that um, uh, follows the channel is follows the channel is. Um, significantly less than what was in the chat. So it's going to take a little time. It's going to take a little time. So if you would be kind enough to head on over to t.me slash lots feed, that's t.me slash lots feed and follow along with that. That's where the perfect cup question is going to be posted every day. Uh, links for the blog posts and any interviews and things like that. So um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And with that, let's get to that perfect cup question of the day. And um Hey, over there on Twitch, how we doing? How we doing? Uh, we'll get to that perfect cup question and roll into the history uh, brought to you by Pip. So here we go. All right, everyone, it's time for the 97th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. That's L-O-T-S-F-E-E-D. The perfect cup question of the day is a question I started out and spread around social media uh, the day before. Pop it out there mid-morning. Let it let it sit out there. Grab all the comments and answers sometime in the morning before the show. And this is where we talk about them. So if you want to find that question, be sure to hit that Telegram group. Noster is the second choice for uh, for communication because I actually get the notifications. Or you can find it on Facebook. notify me right away perfect cup question of the day today is in the past people were buried with items they would need in the afterlife what would you want to be buried with so that you could use it in the afterlife that again in the past people were buried with items they would need in the afterlife what would you want to be buried with so you could use it in the afterlife Hey, over there on Twitch. Yes, I do have an Instagram. You can search The Lots Project, L-O-T-S Project over on Instagram. Uh, so we had five, I think, five answers over on the Telegram channel, which, I mean, it is right in the in the, in the the ballpark of what participation we've had. Uh, so we'll get there. We'll get there. We just need, uh, need the eyes on it uh, to be similar to what they were in the chat and we'll get back to a full docket of answers so 
whoo, what, a, what are we taking to the afterlife with us? What are we throwing into that, uh, into that casket with us? If we are getting buried like that, um, doesn't really work. I guess, I guess if you were getting cremated, you could put the items in with you and that technically would keep them with you when, uh, when you go, when you go. So gingerbread farms weighs in here in the live comments and says he would like a bug out bag. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Twitch man, I'm not sure which one is mine. I will, uh, I will have to, yeah, I'll, I'll swing back over to Twitch after the show and see if I can get, uh, get a hold of you and let you know. Uh, but, uh, gingerbread farm says he wants a bug out bag in the afterlife. Interesting. Interesting. I, uh, I'm not sure how, how much of a use that's going to be for you at that point. But uh, let's see, Josh, the renegade butcher, weighs in first. He says he would like a Rubbermaid tote full of dildos because <laughs> he's going to be bored, maybe. Um, no, he said he's going to haunt everyone. I'm haunting everyone with his big old box of dildos. Interesting. <laughs> what what was going on with him yesterday morning? Uh, actually, the last two days, I think he got upset that I, I moved it to the channel uh, instead of the chat because the day before... He, uh, he posted that he's going to have to try to learn how to comment on the channel, not the chat. So he's suspiciously missing this morning, too. And Kyle said he couldn't stick around. So, hmm. Hmm. You make your own decisions. <coughs> Scramblin weighed in. Old Brian Norton Scramblin says, I'd like 100 cases of Bic lighters and a big pack of mixed seeds. Heaven's going to need a groundskeeper. <laughs> oh, there he is. Speak of the devil, and he pops up and says he didn't have a better answer. Uh, Scramblin says he wants lighters and seeds. Uh, I imagine he means uh, lettuce seeds and maybe peppers and tomatoes. <laughs> or maybe he's talking about the devil's lettuce. Oh, Josh said he's been here. Did you post? Did you post? Did you say hello? I don't see any messages from uh, the Renegade Butcher until just now. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Is YouTube really messing with me? This is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Uh, Canadian Farm says thinks uh, Scrambling's going to have the devil's lettuce for sure. Oh, Pip weighed in. Pip says, oh, not a bad question. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Says, I've jokes with friends that I should be buried with my SIG 1911. People ooh and ah. Ah, SIG 1911. Uh, Pip, you got big hands like that? 1911, 1911. Oh, it's too big. It's too bulky. I, I mean, I like it. I like it. It, it, feel, it fits nice in the hand, but man, it's just, I don't know. I don't know for a carry, for a carry gun, but. Pip wants his SIG 1911, but the question to be answered, put seeds in my pockets, allow my rotting corpse to continue to show assistance. <sighs> See, Scrambling wants to be the ghost gardener of the afterlife with all his seeds and lighters. Uh, Pip just wants you to put seeds in his pockets so he can uh, he can compost them himself. Huh. Two different worlds, two different worlds, and I'm guessing Pip wouldn't mind. Uh, put Pip wouldn't mind some devil's lettuce seeds in there either. 
Canadian Farmstead weighs in up there in Canada. They say, I want a 24 pack of beer and a barbecue with a stack of ribeyes <laughs> and also salt. <laughs> and salt. Oh, good morning again. Good morning. That's going to be part of uh, part of the show in a little bit here. But I don't know if you've heard the Canadian farms that also wants a fence to put between him and renegade butcher. I don't know when I froze up. So the joke would probably be better the first time. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, the backwoods butcher says he would like uh, a pack of Marlboro with lights and a scabbard and knives. Only one pack. <laughs> it's not going to last you very long, my man, especially when it says uh it says when uh you you were talking yesterday that the after sex cigarette the after slaughter cigarette the after shower cigarette the after shit cigarette man it's you're gonna run out pretty fast so you might want maybe at least a carton uh and then Corey weighed in this morning i was talking to her and said that the question didn't garner a lot of response and she's like well was it a bad question I said, I don't think so. I don't think necessarily it was a bad question. I think it was just the the amount of eyes and, the, and you know, one of those days. And she says, well, I got an answer. She says, I need to be buried with blankets so I don't get cold. I'm sorry, dear. You're going to be kind of cold when you go in. But, hey, to each their own. To each their own. Um. <laughs> gingerbread gingerbread farm says i've told my friends to bury me with an acorn in my hand but they say they're gonna put it in my ass <laughs> well, at least they tell you at least they didn't wait till after <laughs> oh anyway guys that is what i have for you on the perfect cup question of the day i did scan all the other socials go to all those posts and see if i had any answers and i did not so we will wrap it up there again the question was in the past People were buried with the items they would need in the afterlife. What would you want to be buried with so that you could use it in the afterlife? We had some great questions, a little fun, a little um, a little seriousness, and it was great. So if you'd like to participate in the Perfect Cup question every day or see when blog posts or go out, announcements, interview guests, this, that, and the other thing, please check me out at t.me slash lots feed that's t.me slash l-o-t-s-f-e-e-d this has been another episode of the perfect cup and now back to the main show james says where he's going he won't be cold for sure <laughs> you trying to avoid that <laughs> chat channel experience is uh is start experiment excuse me is starting out it is going okay it's it's way easier guys it's way easier for me to gather the comments i will tell you that it takes me a matter of uh, a minute or two instead of uh, five to ten uh, if i could get it all done without uh, getting sidetracked in the morning so um, I appreciate you kind of rolling with it and helping me out and figuring it out and going with it because it uh, it should make my life easier. And uh, that's what I'm looking to do. I know that's probably not your main goal. 
<laughs> hopefully it's to make your life easier. And hopefully it makes your life easier by have, being able to go to one spot and just find it every day, every day. So maybe four or five posts in there a day shouldn't be too hard. Shouldn't be too hard. Well, let's uh, roll over and talk about history. Pip is Pip over at Duction Cups is nice enough to prepare a history segment for me every day, this day in history, which has turned into lots of history. So let's get to it. And if you like the history segment, be sure to check out DuctionCups.com. Welcome to the After Monday Report and happy Tuesday, humans. Today in wiki, today in the wiki history, there will be a little bit. No, there will be lots of history. This day, June 13th, 1774, Rhode Island becomes the first of Britain's North American colonies to ban the importation of slaves. The colony of Rhode Island and Providence Plantation sub subsequently became a destination for religious and political dissenters and social outcasts earning it the moniker Rogues Island. Rhode Island was the first colony to call for a Continental Congress, which it did in 1774, and the first to renounce its uh, allegiances to the British crown, which it did on May 4th, 1776. Pip's notes, and, the, and may the 4th be with you, Rhode Island, or Rogue Island. This day, June 13th, 1881, the USS Jeanette is crushed in the Arctic Ocean ice pack, a naval exploration vessel which, commanded by George W. DeLong, undertook the Jeanette expedition of 1879 through 1881 to the Arctic. After being trapped in the ice and drifting for almost two years, the ship uh, the ship, and her crew of 33 were released from the ice, then trapped again, crushed and sunk some 300 nautical miles or 560 kilometers, 350 miles. Wow, that's like three conversions north of the Siberian coast. The entire crew survived the sinking, but eight died while sailing towards land in a small cutter. The others reached Siberia, but 12 subsequent, subsequently perished in the Lena Delta, including DeLong. Pip's notes, now I may be one for comfort in Florida, but why the heck, why the heck would you want to go further into a place that makes your face freeze anyway? Yeah, man, you got it's all for the it's all for the nookie. It's all for the exploration. Um, but my my uh, takeaway from this was they got trapped and then just drifted around for two years. Two years they drifted around on a boat, eventually getting stuck again and sinking. And then they had to walk through Siberia after they sailed on a little ship. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> this day, June 13th, 1966, the United States Supreme Court rules in Miranda versus Arizona that the police must inform suspects of their Fifth Amendment rights before questioning them, colloquially known as Mirandizing. Hmm, you have the right to remain silent. This day in 1983, Pioneer 10 becomes the first man-made object to leave the central solar system when it passes beyond the orbit of Neptune. Pips notes, this is not Verger from Star Trek. Veger, Veger, I'm not a Star Trek guy. Live long and prosper. Pips side notes, as a non-emotional being, did Spock turn his live long and prosper upside down to flip them off? Yes, it's a Star Trek thing. 
Oh, you geeks and nerds and your shows. <laughs> I love you all. This day in 1999, BMW wins the 24-hour of Le Mans, which Toyota being a con- being a contention for the win until a puncture a puncture in the last hour relegated it to second. Toyota not participated in Le Mans again until 2012. The race was also remembered for the flipping incident involving the Mercedes cars. The team withdrawing mid-race and Mercedes never entering Le Mans again. Pips notes, I'm more confused than a dude getting mixed signals on a prom night. The Le Mans race just took place. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a car racing guy. Chevy put a NASCAR Camaro in the race, according to social media posts. And Ford is putting Mustang in the 2024 Le Mans, according to another post I scrolled by. Well, it looks like they got over their 1999 um, butthurtness and they're all joining Le Mans again. This day in 19 or this day in 2018, Volkswagen is fined one billion dollars. Oh wait, one billion euros over the emissions scandal. Oh, I remember that shit. Pip's notes. Pip has been waiting the right time to pull a diesel TDI from a junkyard, freaking 40 to 60 miles per gallon. Yeah, uh, that was a crazy deal. I actually had. Um, acquaintances and uh and a a family member that had one of those recalls and it was a weird situation where they were like they were doing crazy buyouts on them and um easy buyouts or uh nothing like it was take it or leave it because if you didn't take the buyout the aftermarket on them was absolutely zero um for the time being, and like Pip's saying, maybe pulling one out of a junkyard at this point. So what if it doesn't do 60 miles per gallon? If it does 50, and they said it was 60, are they the only company that lies? Happy birthdays. This day, who was born on June 13th, uh, the, June 13th, 1952, Jean-Marie Dedeker, Belgian martial artist and politician. Pip's notes. Pip expresses notable confusion. I don't like politicians, but I appreciate martial artists. <laughs> Excuse me. This day in 1953, Tim Allen, American comedian and producer. Pip says, oh yeah, that other tool man. <laughs> Anybody knows tool man Tim around here isn't referring to the, the more power guy. This day in 1973, Tanner Faust, American race car driver and television host, he completes he competes in rally drift, ice racing, time attack, hill climb, and rally cross with multiple podium placements. In the in the uh, area around where I grew up and man, what a good time sitting around getting drunk, watching guys try to drive up a hill (laughs) redneck entertainment at its finest this day in 1981, Chris Evans, American actor and producer, happy birthday, captain. Yes. That Chris Evans, uh, 1986, Ashley and Mary Kate Olson. Hmm. 86. Brian does some math, uh, American child actress, fashion designer and business women. That's known for TV show Full House and doing lots of cocaine. Uh, 
this day, let's see who kicked off. June 13th, 1993, Deke Slayton, American soldier, pilot, and astronaut, a uh, United States Air Force pilot, aeronautical engineer, and test pilot who was selected as one of the original NASA Mercury 7 astronauts. He went on to become NASA's first chief of astronaut office and director of flight crew operations, responsible for NASA crew assignments. Uh, la, la, la. Let's see. This day in 2010, Jimmy Dean, American singer and businessman, founded Jimmy Dean Foods, died. An American country music singer, television host, actor, and businessman. He was the, the creator of the Jimmy Dean sausage brand as well as the spokesman for its TV commercials. He, he became a national television personality starting, starting on CBS in 1957. He rose to fame for his 1961 country music crossover hit into rock and roll uh, with Big Bad, Big Bad John. And in 1963, television series The Jimmy Dean Show gave puppeteer Jim Henson his first national exposure with his character Rolf. Wow, Jim Jimmy Dean launched Jim Henson. Did not know that. Thanks, Pip. Thanks. And uh, let's see. Everybody says hi, Corey. Hi. All right. After that brief pause, holidays, holidays today. Uh, Hungary celebrates Investor Inventors Day uh, on June 13th. International Albinism Awareness Day. Albinism. Is that albinoism or what is albinism? Do you have any idea what albinism is? I don't know what it is. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's albinoism. I don't know. We'll see. Pip says the Christians are still feasting. We talked about the the, the feasts of the Christians uh, the other day. Uh, I don't know anything about that. So thus concludes the Tuesday edition of Lots of History. Go do something, folks. And if the one thing you need to do today is go over to Facebook and find Duction Cups and give them a like. They are pushing to get over a thousand. If you don't have Facebook and you still want to hook up Pip because of all the hard work he does, hit up ductioncups.com d-u-c-k-t-i-o-n-s ductioncups no s d-u-c-k-t-i-o-n-c-u-p-s ductioncups.com that's it that's it i don't even have it written down i just spelling it out of my head but head on over to the website give them some love send them a message order some duction cups or some ducks or whatever you find there that you uh that you like Help him out. I really appreciate all the work he does. So if you do too, head on over there and check him out. Or the easy thing, hit that like over on Facebook. Thanks, Pip. This has been another episode of Lots of History. Uh, morning, Corey. Morning, Corey. Morning, Corey. <laughs> all right. All right. What do we got to talk, to talk about today? First thing on the list is that damn pausing. And the internet and the disruptions. Oh, man, it got horrible. Uh, yesterday during my interview, it was just, uh, it was driving me crazy. Uh, last night during my interview, I was uh, having issues not only with the Starlink, but uh, my network card in my laptop. I think it rebooted in the middle of the show. 
it was just weird. It was weird. Um, so today I'm doing some experimentation. Uh, the thing with Starlink is it has to sit for six hours to accumulate enough data to decide if it, how much obstructions it has. So you move the satellite, move the little dishy thing, and it moves around and it gathers the signal and it goes through enough cycles for six hours to determine what kind of obstructions are there. We have all these huge ass trees around our camper, which is great for the shade, great for the shade, bad for the internet. So um, we have very limited options of what we can do. Um, we have a driveway we're dealing with that people, it's a, it's a pull through driveway, a circular U-shaped driveway so people could pull through it. Uh, we don't necessarily wanna block that off. And then, like I said, there's trees everywhere with a few pockets. I didn't want to do a test last night starting in um, before bed. It would have plenty of time to gather the data by the time I got up. Uh, and But I didn't want to find out that it was worse in the morning when I woke up than it was when I went to bed. And have to go up on the roof of the camper, bring the satellite down, and then hopefully it uh, synced in in the first like half hour before the show. So what the plan is today... Yeah, K-Bong says six hours. Is that the cycle time of the path? I'm I'm thinking it is either the cycle time of the path or it is long enough in the cycle for the for the the app to determine whether the outages were network side or obstruction side, whether it is a physical um a physical obstruction or if it was a network error so i think six hours is when that gathers that differentiation um it can't really tell off the bat if it's something blocking or it's just not getting signal so i think it just needs that consistency over time um for some reason i've read that the um the Elon doesn't like me telling his secrets. <laughs> I think that they sit in one spot. I think they they sit in one spot over over the Earth. I haven't dug in too much. That's just something I read in passing, like when we were researching getting it. So could be totally wrong with that. Could be totally totally wrong with that. But um, Gingerbread says expandable pull. Yeah, that might end up being the option. We're we're trying to avoid that. But we, I am going to do some testing today because we do still have our um, our cell internet, and um, it's uh, cell internet. So Corey's going to jump over that on that part way through the day today and um, start using that. The satellite faces um, north northeast, I think. Gingerbread, I think north northwest is what it shows on the is what it shows on the um the app so 
if I go out there and look at it, I'd have to get a compass to actually get the get the actual direction. But anyway, uh, what we're going to do, Corey's going to flip over to the other Internet so I can mess around with it in case it disrupts signal during her day. That's really the time that we have six hours for it to sit and uh, recalibrate, recalibrate without using it. And um, so I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to put it up on the roof of the camper. Uh, that kind of goes into the expandable pole uh, situation. I'm going to put it into the roof of the on the roof, see what happens and um, give it some time. If it gets better, probably leave it there and deal with it when we get back. If we can muddle through another three weeks or so, we're going to be on the road. Uh, but I think eventually, since we do like uh, being in the woods so much and being undercover, might end up with a pole. They do have definitely have uh, expandable pole. They have uh, expansion kits. They have all sorts of different kits to mount them to the trailer and get them up in the air. We just didn't want to do that. If I can avoid hooking something else to the camper, that's what I want to do. So we're going to do some uh, messing around. I'm going to try to different placement on the roof. I'm going to try some different placements in the yard over the next day or two and see if we can get a better signal here because I'm getting very irritated with uh, the quality uh, that's being put out because of all the pauses in the in the morning show. And then when doing when you're doing interviews, it's just man, you get you get in a good in, in a good conversation and, and start making good points and screen goes black and it just and it's like oh did i get your i didn't hear your answer can you tell me again please and then i don't know if it's uh recording either on the other end so it is um it is what it is uh painter's poll i don't know if that's going to be bulky enough but i am looking at aluminum flag poles um and they do make mounts they make bumper they make all the mounts that need to be made um i just need to spend the money and uh, source it because i can't really i can't really um like can i get my packages from amazon and internet orders at the the post office they hold them for me there i don't know about getting a um fucking pole delivered especially one long enough for her um for me to use so huh backwood says not your first time expanding a pole aren't you going to kill pigs or something did anybody ask you you said you were leaving i don't think you get to come in with smart comments after that so that's on the that's on the docket today uh something else on the docket today is i'm changing it excuse me um use three and a tripod yeah i've had i've had a lot of a lot of different thoughts a lot of different thoughts i'm really hoping that i can just move it and it works out that way uh but another thing i'm working on today is rewiring in a new seven pin connector for the truck at some point in our journey after we leave <laughs> after we left um after we're leaving Navasota, did that trailer thing break before we left or on the road? On the road. On the road, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was on the road between Navasota and here. Um, the cap or the the dust cover uh, slash hold the trailer uh, the trailer light plug in cover snapped off of our seven pin. So I was having to zip tie it, uh, zip tie the connector in. Um, 
Um, oh, nice. Gingerbread says his 24 inch bowl is like six inches collapsed. Nice. Or six foot collapsed. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to have to go with that. Of something like that at some point if we run into not being able to get it in the clear. But um, yeah, I got to change that seven pin out. So I was under there looking. I was conferring with Nate over at Two Chicks Homestead since he works on that kind of stuff all the time. And um, I was like, hey, is this a plug and play model? Is this a splice in model? Uh, what does this look like? I was taking pictures and sent it to him. He's like, yeah, uh, probably is factory plug in way back uh, a little farther than you're looking. And so I was looking at what I was looking at and what is going on is I had to wire in my backup camera. I had to wire in something else too, but I had to do it. I, I didn't have to, but I, I spliced into my uh, trailer hitch plug wiring to grab power. <coughs> well, it appears that I did that in between the the plug and the factory plug-in harness. So I, I spliced into the, the wiring harness for the plug. And so if I unplug it at the factory, at the factory location, um, I'm going to lose my connection to my backup camera. And I'm not in the business of buying an extra expensive uh, replacement plug with a long harness lead on it just so I can cut it up and splice it in. So what I've decided to do, I bought one with a short, uh, a short plug-in that will not even get close to reaching where I need to plug it in. But I'm going to cut off that plug since it was significantly less expensive than the one with the long harness. Uh, cut that off. It will give me plenty of uh, extra cable, wire, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it will give me plenty of extra to play with splice everything back together, use some butt end connectors, some shrink wrap, do it right, uh, instead of what the mess I have under there when I was just trying to wire in the backup camera and grab, um, grab, uh, grab power. Um, it was basically a get it done job laying on my back in the driveway when I was putting the dash camera in and I was having issues with the camera and things like that. So, I was splicing and unsplicing, and it's all a bunch of electrical tape and everything. It'll be nice to just pull it all apart, grab the wires, have plenty to work with. When I was doing it before, I was like cutting wire and trying to splice it back together. You know, like you have six inches of wire and you cut it in half, try to have six inches of wire again. It just doesn't work. So, um, <laughs> K-Bog says, wants to make sure the wires colors are the same. Yes. Yes, I did do that. I took a picture of the stock harness. Uh, uh, well, the, 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 the plug, it's an aftermarket plug. Like it was obvious that somebody replaced it at some point. It was an old work vehicle. Um, so somebody had done it in the shop. I, I looked at the harness. I took a picture of it when I was at uh, the auto parts store yesterday. I pulled it out and I am I have the same colors and color shades, uh, which is good for me because I'm not good with colors, but I can match them uh, next to each other. So with long leads, I'll be able to pull it out. I have colored cables that I'm cutting. I have colored cables that I'm cutting on the other thing. It's just going to be a matchy matchy and uh, wire them together. So Everything should work uh, as planned, and then after I get it done, I'll probably uh, back the truck up, plug it in, and test it out. 
but I don't see any issues going on there other than just laying on my back, doing some wiring this morning, this afternoon. Um, <laughs> Pippin, I says 1000 part stare. I still have nightmares about chasing wiring problems in cars. Yeah. Uh, that's why I like to cut as few as possible and splice them back together. And, uh, I I'm really excited about the fact of having the extra wiring on the harness to where I will have actually some, some stuff to work with and then zip tie it up or shrink wrap it all together. Or, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I have to see, um, <laughs> ring them, ring them out in case you're colorblind. Yeah. Uh, I'm not colorblind completely. Uh, but I do have trouble with close shades. Corey wouldn't say close shades. She says, I just can't see colors at all. Uh, we joked about it and I can see colors. Like I can tell, uh, I can tell colors, especially if they're, they're contrasting or bright. No, I shouldn't say that. Cause I call bright yellow, bright green all the time, but like, uh, some things get blurred, uh, when it comes to different shades and things like that from my experience. Uh, and then I always thought I was nuts. I always thought, um, I always thought it was, uh, in my head. And then Corey started sending me all sorts of TikToks that were like colorblind tests, testing and uh, sure as shit. I, I couldn't tell a lot of them. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But these colors are definitely contrasted. I mean, I can do white, black, purple, green, yellow, um, White, black, purple, green, yellow. There's two more. <laughs> I'll see them when I'm out there. But they do match up, so it should be pretty straightforward. Uh, I'm just going to see what kind of shrink wrap tubes I have. Uh, and I'll either do individuals or individuals and then big the big packet of everything. And it'll be nice to get a good solid splice in on my power for my backup camera. Because at the moment, that is just kind of like... I kind of... I didn't have any extra wire to play with. So basically I lay, I, uh, stripped away the coating. Um, I stripped away the coating. Yeah. Okay. Bonk beeps. Don't care. Yes. That is very true. It is very true. Um, it is, it is wired properly though. It is, I have checked, I have checked that. I checked that way a long, long time ago. Um, but yes, I, I got grab an old meter and, um, and test those out before and after. So, uh, when I attached the power for the backup camera, I basically ringed, I just ringed the coating off of, uh, of the, the, the hot wire. Actually it was the reverse wire. Ours has to be reversed. So it comes on when it's in reverse or whatever. Uh, but I, I picked the reverse wire and I ringed it and I just took the coating off it and I wrapped, I wrapped the, um, I wrapped the bare power wire around it and then just taped it. It was like the most half-assed shoddy job, but I couldn't, I didn't have enough wire to cut it, strip both ends and, and re-put it together. And, uh, you know, the job I was doing, I was doing that all the time. I was um, working in tight little junction boxes and things like that on the gas pumps. And as things get repaired, you know, originally enough wire is pulled. Uh, but as things get repaired and technicians cut off, cut off, cut off, strip, cut off, strip, um, things like that, it gets shorter and shorter and shorter. So when you open those junction boxes and you go to pull out the wires and you have uh, a quarter of an inch hanging out to work with, 
you get really creative on how to get metal on medical metal on metal contact. So I am really excited to just be able to wire stuff uh, with plenty of wire instead of struggling. And um, yeah, it should be good. Excited to get that changed out. That was that's one of the things on our list to have done before we take off. So, um, yeah, that should be good. That should be good. And uh, one other thing on my list today, I just want to get it off my uh, off my possible subject list. Last Friday, Corey and I went uh, went driving. Where did we have to go last Friday that we ended up um, at the barbecue place? We had to go somewhere. Oh, it went to a cemetery. Went and looked at a cemetery. And uh, so we ended up wanting to go get some um, gingerbread farm says inline splice clips. Yeah, I didn't have anything. I was laying on my back in the driveway, dude. I was just trying to hook it up. And, you know, you make shit work. You make shit work. Uh, we were out. Uh, Corey went with me to do a cemetery the other day. And we were out and we decided to go get a bite to eat. And so we were going to go back to this cafe that we liked that we found. And it was kind of close, but we... Um, I was doing a search on, on Google and there was a barbecue place. I was like, Hmm, haven't seen that one anymore or before we were coming from a different direction than we normally were. And I, uh, I was like, Hey, you want to grab some barbecue? We'll drive by. We'll see what it looks like. And, uh, if it looks decent, we'll stop in. If not, we'll just keep going. The cafe was only a couple miles down the road. She says, yeah, barbecue sounds good. So we're driving along and we come up on the place and it's like in a little tough shed, uh, on the side of the road and there's nobody there and i was like oh, i don't know if they're open it says they're open walk up to the window and it was basically a uh, a slide window there was no indoors and a couple picnic tables outside the the menu was handwritten on the side of the wall uh it looked like they'd been there quite a while and they had pretty good reviews so i was like hey let's give it a shot lady opens the window and says Oh, we're out of this. We're out of this. We're out of this. And I just started having flashbacks to when I was a kid. And um, I was always informed that the best barbecue that you're ever going to get is in a roadside stand. And I and it, it's something that I've experienced. But I just want to give you guys all a big old tip. I'll give you guys my big old tip here on Tuesday morning. Um if you're driving, especially if you're down south, if you're driving along one morning, one mid-morning, anytime, you're rolling along and you see a little shed on the side of the road or a little hut or a trailer or something like that, and it has any sort of uh, inkling of a sign that it says it's barbecue of some sort, um, you see smoker, you see a smokestack, you see uh, smoke rolling out. If you see a line there, stop and get in line. Do, your, do yourself a favor. If you got a couple minutes, you got an hour, you got some time, stop and get in line. Wait in that line. Wait in that line. And the whole time you're waiting in that line, just make sure you keep hoping that uh, they don't run out before you get to the, the window. Because in my experience, if there's a line of people in the middle of the morning at a barbecue joint, one, they smoke whatever they got and then they serve it. And when it's gone, it's gone and they close for the day. And two, it's probably going to be the best damn barbecue you ever had. Those two things is what I've learned. And you can't always be the best. It can't always be better. But I think when it comes to barbecue, the best barbecue is the barbecue you're eating right now that satisfies your hunger. And if it's really good on top of that, 
you got a winner. I haven't been to a roadside stand where I've seen people waiting before they're open and not enjoyed the barbecue. The only thing I haven't enjoyed is driving by seeing those people and come back to find out that they're sold out. Just a tip, guys. Just a tip. You got a hankering for barbecue and you see something out there on the side of the road with a bunch of people in line. <laughs> Might be worth the stop. <coughs> These people didn't have a line, but it was definitely uh, a lunch, a lunch start. And by the evening, if you we were there, I think at like five o'clock, so prime time dinner time, uh, they were out of chicken they were out of potato salad they were out and it was just because i think they do daily fresh they smoke fresh and they uh they serve it until it's gone so eh, hot tip from the lots project this morning on barbecue on barbecue and i've only found that ring true in the south and the south is really the only place i've ever ever seen that consistent that consistent just road side of the road barbecue place find them find them if you can try them out try them out let me know what you think uh item of the day item of the day today is the the gigastone micro sd card i get the 256 gig uh these are for 4k video so if you got a dash cam you got a drone you got a um you got a um gopro things of that nature that need that 4k ultra high um speed video hd video these ones work uh, they're tough. They're teeth. They're teacup tough. Tough. If you've listened to this show, I actually found one that stuck to uh, stuck to my arm and dropped in a teacup and sat there for a couple days. And uh, yeah, still works. Still works fine. I've ordered multiple. I have one for all the devices. Seems like 256 gig is big enough to throw it in the dash cam for a couple day trip. Uh, it's enough to fly the drone plenty of times, get plenty of video, uh, way more than the battery will ever let me get, and GoPro the same. Uh, so I found if I put more than 256 gig of video on a card, it's overwhelming and it never gets done. So it's a really limiting factor for myself too. Uh, but they also do come in different sizes. So if you got a security system, you want a bunch of uh, a bunch of storage space, you can get a one terabyte micro sd card from gigastone they'll all be options on the link in the video description in the audio description scroll down click it check out gigastone micro sd cards i love them they're tough they work they work great and they also have data recovery warranty on them in case you lose your data Item of the day, check it out, check it out. Even if you don't need a micro SD card, if you got to do some shopping on Amazon, please hit that link and start your shopping with our link and it helps us anything you buy. Other than that, I got a couple of announcements. Ian Williams coming up on Thursday. Yeah, I just had Ian Clark last night. I got Ian Williams on Thursday night. It is the week of the Ian. The week of the Ian. Uh, Ian's going to come on and talk about um, healing through nature and uh, and things um optimizing business optimizing life through observance of nature from from what i gather is is the line we're going to go down uh he is a minnesota guy he he was describing some things and they really they really touched home uh from being in minnesota for so long so i'm excited to talk about ian will talk to ian williams this thursday it'll be another live edition on thursday night and I have an open call going on right now for recorded editions. I need another eight or nine um, interviews to record between now and July so I can take July off and spend the evenings with Corey and release all pre-recorded episodes. So if you like Corey, 
and you want me to be able to spend time with her and make her happy, uh, definitely throw out any names, suggestions, or if you know somebody that would be great for the show, tell them, tell them to reach out and let me know. They can find me at info at thelotsproject.com or all across socials. They can find me, send me a message and we'll get it done. We'll get it uh, booked and get you on. So I appreciate that. And uh, hey, we're at 56 minutes. Let's wrap it up. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day and we will catch up with you next time. I can see the light I can feel the sun